And there came two angels to Sodom at even. And Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them. And he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. Genesis 19.1 My Lord, thank you for constantly showing me grace when I'm surrounded and tempted with the pleasures of this world. Thank you for protecting me from myself and from foolish decisions I've made when I wasn't thinking in alignment with your word. Help me to move with critical obedience when you give a command. I will no longer hesitate when I know the direction you're calling me to go. I will no longer look back at my past, longing for the things that move me off the path of my destiny. Thank you, Lord, that when you close one season of my life, like Lot and his family, you will provide a safe space for me and my loved ones to dwell in. I thank you for your protection, your justice, and your mercy towards me. I can move in full confidence, knowing that you've placed your angels like a fence around my life. I am protected because I am yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Listening to these daily prayers strengthens your relationship with God. Continue hearing from the Lord by listening to today's Bible in a Year. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sodom and Gomorrah. Before this story, we learned about how God visited Abraham, and they talked about the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. God alluded to Abraham his plans to destroy the city for its wickedness. Abraham asked again and again about God's mercy, if there are any righteous left in the city, 
God promised he would not destroy Sodom and Gomorrah if there were any righteous still living in the city. Now we will learn about how God will bring justice to the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, inspired by the book of Genesis. Hello, I'm Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. Last time we heard about God's visit to Abraham and how Abraham pleaded for Sodom and Gomorrah to be spared from destruction. The evil in these cities has simply gone way, way too far. And God is going to bring judgment upon them, destroying them completely and all within the cities. But Abraham intervened, and God agreed to relent if just 10 righteous people could be found in those places. Today, we pick back up as two angels who were with God arrive in Sodom, the place where Abraham's nephew, Lot, was still living. They're going to try to find righteous men who could spare the cities from annihilation. Notice as Lot greets them, knowing, as Abraham knew, that these visitors were not of this world. Listen as he pleads with them, knowing that they are not safe in a very wicked town. So just think about what this recognition of the evil around him signals about Lot's unwillingness to distance himself from corruptive influences, terrible, awful, wicked influence upon his life and family. Is this the kind of leader his family needs? Finally, as you hear this passage and the things the townspeople do to these angels, imagine how much this grieved God's heart to see the depth of depravity in the hearts of those he created in his own image, now defiled by sin. You will surely see that God's righteous anger against Sodom and Gomorrah was more than warranted. But consider also that our hearts are not so different and prone to sin and evil And this also grieves the heart of the Father. Soberly, let us hear today's passage. Lot, Abraham's nephew, was still living in the city of Sodom with his family. He was sitting outside of Sodom in the gateway when two angels arrived. Lot walked up to them, bowed down with his face to the ground. He said to them, Come with me where you can wash your feet, spend the night, and leave in the morning. For Lot knew that the two angels would not be safe in the city at night. The angels responded, saying, We will stay the night in the square. Lot insisted, so they went with him to his home. Lot prepared a meal for them by baking bread without yeast, and they ate. Darkness began to fall over the city, and the shroud of night provided a covering for the wicked men of the city to emerge. Every man from the city of all ages surrounded Lot's house. This horde of Sodom knocked on Lot's door, demanding that he deliver the angels into their hands. Bring them out here, so that we might have our way with them. For they desired to take turns with them, brutalizing and raping them. Lot came outside instead. Frantic, And not in his right mind, he said, Please, brothers, do not take them from my house. They are righteous guests and are protected under my roof. Here, I have two virgin daughters. I will give them to you, and you can do whatever you want to them. Just do not take these men in my house. There Lot stood, feeling as if he had no choice but to sell out his own daughters. Growing louder and more impatient, the men outside yelled towards Lot, 
Get back. You are a sojourner here in our land, and now you want to judge us? Move, or we will do worse things to you than we will to your guests. The men came closer to Lot, ready to break down the doors. Then, from behind Lot, the two angels grabbed him and drew him back into the house, closing the door behind them. The two angels stood before Lot and looked outward and struck the men outside with blindness. However, it did not stop the men from trying to get inside. Disoriented and blinded, the men eventually wore themselves out groping for the door. The angels said to Lot, Do you have any other family members here in the city? If so, flee with them, for we are going to destroy this city. The Lord has sent us because of the outcries against it. So Lot went to go warn his family, including the men supposed to marry his daughters. Flailing and frantic, the son-in-laws thought he was joking, so they did not listen and went to bed. Morning came, and the angels came again to Lot, yelling, Take your wife and your daughters and flee the city. You will be destroyed if you linger any longer. But Lot did linger indecisive and afraid, and was unable to help himself or his family. He was cowardly to offer up his daughters, and now he stood equally a coward for not saving them. Yet God was still merciful to them, and promised he would not destroy the city unless all the righteous were gone. So the angels seized him and his wife and his two daughters by the hand, and they brought him out and set him outside the city. They commanded again, Escape for your life. Do not look back or stop anywhere in the valley. Escape to the hills, lest you be destroyed with the city. Lot responded to them and said, Please, do me another great kindness. Spare the neighboring town Zoar so we can settle there. The angel said to him again, I will do as you ask. Now flee. Judgment is coming. When Lot reached Zoar, the sun had risen, and the Lord caused fire, ash, and sulfur to fall on Sodom and Gomorrah. In the distance, Lot and his family could hear the cries of those in the city. The city of Sodom, a nest of rape, murder, and wickedness, fell under the fist of the Almighty. Lot's wife, longing for the city of wickedness again, looked back despite the angel's warning. There, Lot's wife turned to a pillar of salt and died, eventually crumbling beneath the ash and fire. Early the next morning, Abraham went to the place where he had stood before the Lord. He looked down toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward the valley. Behold, the smoke of the land went up like a furnace. Lot's story would not end here, yet he would rise to repentance like his uncle Abraham. No, Lot's story does not end with him as the hero. Yet God continues to be faithful, and God is the ultimate hero. Just as Abraham did when he saw the travelers approaching his tent, Lot saw the two angels coming and went out to meet them, bowing down to show reverence and honor to them. But that is where the similarities end between Abraham and Lot. He didn't prepare a feast for these men. He fed them just some unleavened bread, but no fatted calf, no milk, no curds. They didn't sit in the shade of a tree enjoying fellowship with each other. Lot's first instinct, rather, born out of his knowledge of this place in which he had remained with his family, compromise 
was to hide these divine beings. But the angels were not there to be safe or to hide. They were there to see just how evil this city had become. And remember, according to the scriptures, angels are holy beings. Of course, God did not need firsthand evidence or for scouts, angel scouts, to find righteous men. He knows all. He sees the instincts and the sins of every heart. But he had an agreement with Abraham. So the angels were there to witness the evil. They were, in effect, on a mission of espionage. Lot knew very well that he was in an evil place. So why didn't he leave? Why didn't he pick up his family and get out of this place? Or maybe we should ask ourselves, why don't we flee an evil situation when we have the chance? What's the problem here? Why did he stay? Was it for comfort? Was it wealth? Was it familiarity? No, Lot had given up protecting his family a long time ago, it seems. But he was intent on protecting these visitors, even to the point of sacrificing his own daughters, virgins, to the wicked, wretched men who were trying to rape and abuse the angelic beings. We see that even this is not a deterrent for the men of Sodom. Their desires are so depraved, gone from what God created them to be, that they reject Lot's offer. This is a shocking, stunning display of the nature of sin gone completely out of control, unrestrained. They do not know it yet, but this is going to have devastating consequences for their city. Not only could God not find 10 righteous men, he could barely find one. The least evil man in the town was Lot, who had offered his flesh and blood to be brutalized by these wicked men. Lot is severely compromised at every level. Somehow this was enough to save Lot because the angels tell him to gather his family and leave, never looking back. Did you catch what is happening here? The towns were going to be destroyed completely. God's justice would be served because of the great evil in the area. Lot should have wanted to flee to get as far away as possible, as soon as possible. He was told to flee to the mountains, but what did he do? Genesis 19, verses 18 and 19 gives us the response. But Lot said to them, O my lords, now behold, your servant has found favor in your sight, and you have magnified your loving kindness, which you have shown to me by saving my life. But I cannot escape to the mountains, for the disaster will overtake me, and I will die. Failing to trust to deliver him through his escape, he asked them to spare the nearest town of Zoar so he could settle there. When we flee from sin, when we run away from wickedness and evil, we must get away as far as possible, as soon as possible. But how often do we keep sin close, cherishing it even in our hearts? They agree to let him go there, so Lot takes his family and they go to Zoar. They've been warned not to look back on the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, but Lot's wife is so seduced by the city where sin abounded that she had to take one last, was it a longing look? It was her last act, as she turned into a pillar of salt, crumbling into oblivion just as the city she had fled. When God gives you an escape, a chance to sever your ties with sin, to break away, don't look back. Don't go there again. For the old life of sin will paralyze you, and Satan himself will destroy you. The judgment of God will fall upon you. 
Heavenly Father, thank you for rescuing us from our sin. Thank you for the story today, which so vividly shows the wickedness of our hearts and how your justice cannot be avoided. Thank you for your son, Jesus, who took the penalty of our sin and wickedness upon his own life at the cross so that we could have a brand new life in the power of the resurrection. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you know, someone you love, because by sharing this podcast, you can make a big difference in someone's life. And if you want more resources as to how to live the Christian life, how to know God and experience His presence in your life, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily tour with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro, the first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious hand washing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybretza.com.